you ready to live your best life, be stronger, and fall in love with yourself? It's possible, and it's inside you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody used to be afraid to take risks. It took some stepping out of her comfort zone to get her there. Along with her guests and their stories, Jody will help you to live your best life ever. Now, here's your host, Jody Harrison Bauer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fearlessly Authentic. I am your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, and as always, I am so, so happy to have you here joining me every single week from all around the world. I love hearing from you. So please remember to rate, review, subscribe on Apple. And by the way, I'm streaming on all podcast platforms. And if you want to see me and my guests, go to YouTube at Jody Harrison Bauer, and you can check us out there and subscribe to that channel as well. Before I start today, I just, you know, for those of you who are listening for the very first time, um, one of the things that I kind of rushed through because this is a live show and I hate to keep my my uh, guests sitting here, but I want you to understand that every single week I am so passionate about bringing on a guest who is going to educate you and make your life better, more fulfilling, more joyful, empower you with that information that you learn, and hopefully entertain you a little bit like my guest is definitely going to do today. And then inspire you to share this information with other people. That is the whole idea behind living a fearlessly authentic life, because I was always a scaredy cat, afraid to take risks. And trust me, I do get scared a lot sometimes still, but they don't stop me from taking risks. So I hope you enjoy the show and let's do it. Here we go. And here we are today with one of my most favorite, favorite guests who's been on the show once before, and we've stayed in touch, Susan Bratton. Thank you so much for being on the show again today. Jody. you know what I was thinking about? I I love every morning when I get up and I, I have my red light hat on and I have my V fit inside my <laughs> vagina and I'm scrolling Instagram and I see your picture and I, I see you sashaying. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know, but I always call myself Susan Sassy Bratton. Sassy is like my little I, silly thing. I did not know that, but you are it, sassy. It sounds like, you know, Sassy Bratton that just has a good ring to it. I and I was it. thinking that you're sachet and I'm sassy, but I think it sounds better to be sassy and sachet. So I think I've named our relationship sassy and sachet. How do you like it? How do you like us? How do you like us now? I love it. I love us. <laughs> I loved us the very first time we started talking. I mean, <laughs> just absolutely. But I I just want to talk about how, I mean, you are gorgeous to begin with. You're sexy, you're gorgeous, you're smart, you've got everything. You come from a corporate background. And then we're going to get into how you got into talking about sex, orgasms, educating men and women on having healthier, sexier, having healthier sex relationships, sexual relationships. But you have lost 30 pounds. Yeah, 32 32. And like you I said, was just showing you my almost abs. Oh my God. I mean, <laughs> you look amazing. Like you have transformed like in every way you're just sexier, you know, more vibrant than you were before. How, why did you do this? How did you do it? You know, 
uh, just to help other people. And how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm sassy, sexy, 60. Wow. I'm sa- aren't we the same? Turn- how old are you? You're, I'm you're, 61. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're an old old goat like I am. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't screw with us old goats, by the exactly. way. Exactly. <laughs> Do not fuck with us. No. Uh, yeah. So I did it to recover from long haul COVID, actually. Um, I started you out. You had it I, a few times, right? I Well, I got it March 2020 and I got it so bad. I was down for nine months and I got the brain swelling kind. And I did uh, 70 hours of hyperbaric oxygen and that helped mm. me get back on my feet. But I was so dizzy and so emaciated, so much sarcopenia. I had fat, but no muscle. Right. And um, can we can you just tell everybody? I will tell them that's called skinny fat. Yeah. And that is not healthy. Yeah, exactly. As you felt as you felt it in your body. Yeah. And I knew that what would help me get going again was getting moving. I knew I needed to get moving. I couldn't walk up a flight of stairs. I couldn't Mm. walk up my driveway. I was very, very ill. And I hired a a friend who um, he's actually, you know, Ama, the hugging saint. No, she's a guru and she's hugged millions of people and she runs incredible philanthropies and uh, she's based in Kerala, uh, Southern, Southern India. Anyway, he's her U S bodyguard and he lives near me. And so he would come over and it was remedial. I mean, I could barely, I would get dizzy. I could barely stand up. I had no balance. Like there's no way I could stand on one leg. And if you, if you, I just, I was just um, reading this report from a company called True Diagnostic. And what they do is they do a lot of DNA measurement so they can tell your biological versus chronological age and give I've you some data. I've always wanted to do that. I've never done it. It's very interesting. I'm interviewing him. I'm doing a men's optimization summit for Gainswave and FemiWave. And they, um, they're one of the, he's one of the guys, Ryan Smith is one of the guys I'm going to interview and I was preparing for it. And I was reading the report on the difference between biological and chronological age. And it said there are these four things that they assess. The first one is actual facial age compared to other people in your age group. Like I just had a friend of mine die. And when your friends die and all your friends are on Facebook, like we are, um, you get all the eulogies and you get all the remembrances. And I looked at Sean and he had died of a heart attack and he was only 50 years old. And he looked like an old gray man. He looked like Mm -hmm. my grandfather. And so one of the things they look at is how do you look compared to your age group? Do you look younger, the same, or older than the average of your age group? The second thing they they measure for is grip strength. And I literally just bought something called a dynamometer or something like that on Amazon for $26 this morning that measures your grip strength because I'm going to start to track my grip strength and try to improve my grip strength. The next thing that they measured was can you stand on one leg? So balance, which was completely decimated from COVID. So that's oh. where my my trainer and I started was getting me Stability. balanced again, or, steady, or balance, right. steady, core, exactly. Yes. And then the other, the fourth thing is, oh, well, of course it's BMI. It's, do you have a right. fat gut and visceral fat right. or are you, do you have a good, healthy body BMI. mass index? Right. Exactly. What's your, what's your fat to muscle ratio? I'm curious, what was yours when you started? Well, it was interesting because I was 170, almost eight pounds. And um, and this was about six months ago. And um, well, it would be June to September to June. Is that about six months? September to June. No, that's nine months. No, nine, nine months, months ago. It took me right. about it took me about eight months to lose 30 pounds. That's good. 
And um, my, my, my muscle, I, I was like 25%. No, I was 28% body fat or maybe even 30% body fat, maybe mm-hmm. even 32, something high like that. And now right. I'm 23% body fat. That's amazing. But I have, my muscle mass is still 61 pounds. So I lost all that fat, right. but I, and I built muscle and kept right. muscle and I went down. Now I'm 145. So I went from 178 to 145. Do you remember what your BMI was when you started? I don't, but I have it. And these are the things I'm starting to track. Let me know. You know what? Those are so being in the fitness industry for 33 years, this is, this is where I, this is how I measure people's progress because some women and men don't want their picture taken. They don't want their measurements taken, but I insist that we either take, check their BMI, body fat percentage or weight or measurements or something because you have to have a starting point. Nobody likes to be touched or measured when they feel obese. And I'm not saying you were obese, but you were probably not feeling great, but mostly you went because you wanted to feel healthier, have your core strength back. So I'm really, I know we talked about it when you were on the show off the air and you looked great then, but like now you just, you've, you've like morphed into just a healthier looking version of you. I mean, I can tell that you're just a healthier before you were just a sex pot. Now you're just a sex pot that uh, you're a fit sex pot. So I'm really, I'm very proud of you. So, you know, one of the things that I talk about is feeling better naked. Yeah. I used to talk about years ago, looking better naked. Mm. I would tell my clients, you know, check yourselves out before you get into the shower, when you have all your clothes off and say, would you do you? And if you would, you do you then awesome. But I want you to have that feeling every time, but it's, it's not the looking better naked necessarily, even though that's the end result sometimes, but it's the feeling better naked because that's what we bring into our intimate relationships. Mm -hmm. That what, that's what we present to the world. So how do you feel? You've always been a very sexual person, Mm -hmm. but how has this changed your sexual relationships? Just on a personal note, if you don't mind sharing. I feel sexier. I feel more empowered when I look in the mirror. I, you know, it's funny. I, my mother's in her 80s. And about, I don't know, two years ago or so, I took her to get a massage. We went to a spa and we had a massage date. And it was like a double, it was like a couple's massage. We had a massage at the same time. And I had to help her get up on the table. I had to help right. her get undressed and get up off on the table. She's quite frail. And that's one of the reasons I also wanted to start working out is that I didn't want to end up being as frail as my mom. Yeah, and I looked at her body and she had, she'd had some health issues and she'd lost all the, any weight she used to carry. And she was very lithe and very thin. And I thought, you know, she looks beautiful at 80, whatever she is. And, um, she didn't have a lot of muscle, but, but she didn't have a lot of fat. She just looked good. And I thought to myself, I'm not, I'm never going to look worse than I look now. I'm, I'm always going to look good. Bodies are pretty. But older women's bodies are also beautiful. Yes, our breasts may be a little bit more pendulous. Yes, we may not have quite the same smoothness of skin, although I'm working on that. I was going to talk to you about, I want to go back to the skin, but keep going. But parking lot that because, oh my God, I'm doing, I'm doing things, Jody. I'm so doing things. Okay. Okay. Because when you lose 30 pounds, the skin, the skin gets drapey. Yes. It and does. Uh, so I've got a couple tricks up my little sleeve for that. Okay, but um, good. 
I feel sexier. I look great in my lingerie. I've gotten, I would say 50% of my closet is now downstairs stored away. And I've given away, well, I gave away most of it, but I kept some of the nicest things that maybe I'll have that Dolce Gabbana tailored. Maybe I'll be able to cut it down. Maybe I'll never bother and I'll look back and I'll just give it away next year. I don't know. But um, I'll tell you, I am so happy to be in the body that I live in now. I've got a spring in my step. And ultimately, mm. what I did it for was my was balance, flexibility, longevity, increasing my health span, but getting my brain back. Because even more than my body being affected, my skin being ruined, losing 50% of my hair, I had 50% hair loss. I'm, I'm actually wearing an integrated hair piece right now, Looks great. but I, but I have short hair. There's some pictures of me online with just my own hair. That's yep. just a it's shorter. It and it looks pretty too. It looks good too. Um, yes. I like, I like long hair, but so um, I've been doing a lot to get my hair back as well. And the thing that I really wanted was my mental capacity. I Cognitive went, skills. I lost my mind with mm-hmm. COVID. Mm-hmm. And I, w- the biggest issue was I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't even listen to a podcast. I couldn't watch television. There were many months I couldn't even sit up in bed. I was so sick. I had to lie flat. So I knew I could see myself getting better. I was like, okay, now I'm sitting up on a pillow. Now I'm on two pillows. Oh, now I'm wow. listening to a podcast. Oh, now I'm reading Twitter. Oh, wow. Now I'm posting on Facebook. Oh, I'm, I'm, I can actually watch a television show. Oh, I can, I can look at the pictures in a magazine. Oh, I can read an article. I can read a, I can read a, I can read a paragraph. I can read a chapter. Now I can skim a book. I won't remember what I read, but I can at least see what it's about. The other day I was flying. I did a keynote at a health conference. I got to tell you what I did too. It's really fun. I did a keynote at a health conference and I read Zoe Kaur's new book, Radical Intimacy. It was three and a half hour flight to Austin. I read the whole thing and remembered what I read. And I called my husband when I landed and I said, Timmy, I, I just read a book again. Mm-hmm. After two and a half years, I just read a book. That's crazy because I like, even see, I, I feel um, a more Zen vibe from you from when you were on my show. I think it was, I think you were on the show last June, last summer. So it might've been a year. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And and one of the things you were talking to me before we got on the air in, in our pre-interview, which was now I understand because normally I do a pre-interview for like 15, 20 minutes, depends on the guest. And you were like, I tell people I had the shortest, shortest pre-interview with Susan Brunn. It was literally <laughs> a minute and 30 seconds. You're like, this is what I do. This is what I'm up. I'm like, okie dokie. I'm just going to fly with that. And we had a show. I'm sorry. And it's thank still, you. No, it's still, it's still a, one of my best shows. And because you were just so alive and vibrant and shared so much great information with my audience. So it's interesting when you talk about the cognitive skills, because I did notice, you know, I've been fit and healthy. I've weighed 110 since I was in eighth grade and I'm, you know, much older than that right now, but everything has shifted, you know, low body fat, low BMI, all that stuff, because I've been working out for 40 years and eating healthy, blah, blah, blah. But shit happens when you hit 60, you hit your late fifties. Um, but I noticed that like, oh, I can't remember things as as well as I could. And I'm doing Latin dancing right now, oh, rumba, great. samba. And I'm doing it because my brain and my body are working different. I'm doing not doing the ballroom dancing thing. I'm doing the jive. I'm doing the pasta doble, like hard stuff. And I said to my instructor that 
I, I really, this has been great for my brain because it makes you think in a different way. So in going back to all of the things that make us feel vibrant and alive, sex is one of them. Mm-hmm. And I, I've always talked to my clients about that when you work out, you we release the feel-good endorphins, right? Yeah. And that's why people become addicted to working out because they want that feel good, feel good feeling all the time. Did you find that that happened to you when you started working out on a regular basis? Yeah. What happened was I started working out three days a week for an hour, Mm -hmm. very remedially. And then I said, this is making me feel so good. Could we go to five days a week? Good for you. And then I said, this is making me feel so good. Can we do it for an hour and a half? Cause an hour is too short. Wow. By the time we get started. And then he got me, Surya, in the summer, he got me to flipping tires and doing sledgehammers and doing the ropes. And I love it. I I take exogenous testosterone. I do hormone replacement. So I do, I'm 60 and I still have my period. I do biased, which is estradiol and estrogen. And I have it compounded in a shea butter, an organic shea butter, which I put intravaginally to keep my vaginal mucosal lining. If I'm going to take the estrogen, I might as well stick it in my vagina. And then- So I'm doing that, estradiol and progesterone, but I'm Uh not doing it. The estradiol is a cream Uh and the progesterone is a pill. Okay. Yeah. I take a sublingual, sublingual progesterone, um, oral suspension just drops. And the estrogen Mm -hmm. that I take is estradiol and estriol. It's called biased. It's a balanced estrogen, um, compounded estrogen. How can people find out about that? Google it. Okay. Talk to a functional practitioner, talk to your endocrinologist. Maybe you're lucky and you got a gynecologist that actually got trained on hormones. Right. Right. Um, and then oh, I also ahead. take testosterone. I take testosterone in shea butter and I rub it on my clit. And right. that helps with not only orgasmic sensation, but it actually makes the, the clitoral structure meatier. And I've also had six O shots or orgasm shots, PRP, platelet rich plasmas injected right. into the clitoral structure and into the, into the vagina up on the roof because I am getting urge incontinence again, as I age, Mm. I'm getting like the minute I think I have to pee, I have to pee so bad. I think I'm going to pee my pants. And sometimes I pee before I get to pee starts coming out before I get to the bathroom. When did this start that before I had it in my mid fifties. Okay. And I did some intravaginal uh, remediation with um, CO2 lasers, but I don't like that because it's damaging to heal. So now I'm using the V-Fit. Do you know about the V-Fit? I've got it um, around here somewhere. No, I, but I know that the women who are going to listen to this show um, want as much information as possible. And yeah. I always, I always learn from you. I have, I don't have any incontinence issues, but I know that a lot of my clients do. Yeah. Show us what it is. Yeah. I'm you get a, Hang on. I've got, I've got, my, um, <laughs> you're going to laugh at me. Um, no, I, I never I'm laugh at you. My- <laughs> look at how, look how hot you look. Look at you. Like I am just like, <laughs> I'm you. just so happy, excited for you. And this is literally what I would call, I like to call it, if I'm using my technical term, I call it my sex tech attache. Okay. But I love sometimes it. I just call it my big bag of dildos. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And and ladies, we need something more than a big bag of dildos. We need a lot of these things. I love that. I love that. Um, 
the, all the, the hormones and all the hormones that we're talking about. So I think I, you probably don't remember because of where you were in your state of mind last year when you were on my show, yeah. but I was taking everything in bioidentical hormones last year, last Good. April. Good. But no, I gained seven pounds. Oh. So I went off of everything. I went cold turkey because I didn't recognize my body. I'm all of not even five one. I know you're a tiny little one. So, so there was, there's no room for between the boobs and the butt. Yeah. Like there's no room for all of that seven pounds to go. So I went yeah. cold turkey and he's like, Jody, we need to get you back on these things. So I'm going slowly back into Good. it. So did you notice weight gain when you did all what well, the testosterone I'm not even doing anymore? No, not at all. Because um, I do, my doctor has me on something called a Dutch test, a four point dried urine test. It's a, it's a test. That's a 24 hour hormone test that tells you both you're free and bound on all your hormones, including cortisol, et cetera, thyroid, et cetera. And then he used my baselines and titrated me up from there. But he says, I am the woman of all his patients who's on the most estrogen and the most testosterone, but I'm also giant. I'm almost six feet tall. So, and I weighed almost 180 pounds when I started, but I love testosterone because, and I love doing that kind of flipping the tires and doing the sledgehammers and lifting heavy. I'm a heavy lifter. I want to lift. I want to squat. I want to do plyo. I just want to be like a total. You want to be a beast. I'm a, I'm a beast. And I, it turns out I'm a beast in the gym and I love it. And I think a part of it is the testosterone. I'm still a beast with not a lot of testosterone left in Mm -hmm. me. So I'm beastly in the gym. I sometimes I I was on a, a podcast the other day talking about working out. And I said, sometimes when I lift, I cannot believe how strong I still am. Isn't that great? It, it blows my mind. I love but it. But I want to be stronger and I want to be hornier. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So um, we'll talk. I need to get your doctor's name. The topical testosterone cream that you apply to the clitoral structure. They, doctors jokingly, they call it scream cream because it improves mm. orgasmic intensity which is okay. super helpful. So do the O-shots with the PRP. They they bring new tissue growth to the clitoral structure and allow you to grow new nerves, new blood supply, new tissue, and, because we atrophy with age. I mean, as we're wrinkling, our right. whole vulva's desiccating as well, and we're losing blood flow, and our, we're having vascular retraction as we age. And right. but, it, but if we work out and we're doing high-intensity, high intensity interval training, and we're pushing our vascular system and expanding our blood supply. We're keeping ourselves, you know, blood and innervation. Right. This is why you need to work out. This is, this is why I still have a sex drive. This is still why I feel vibrant and sexy and all of those things, because I do work out. So it's a combination of getting all these things as we age postmenopausally, but you're still getting your period. So yeah, I like to get my period. So you haven't gotten, you haven't gone through menopause? No, no, I have not. No. Okay. I take enough estrogen to keep myself menstruating. And I like that. I like having a monthly period. I know. I'm so jealous of people who still get their period. I, I, I did it on purpose. So let me show you this. This All right, is the go V-fit. Ahead. This yep. is the V-fit. And uh, oh God, oh, thank God. There's some, there's some life left in it yet. <laughs> this is, did you see how it turned red? Yes. And hear it? Yes. So it's vibrating. It's warm. 
and mm. it has red light. And red light is what's called photobiomodulation, and it stimulates the battery cells in your in the batteries in your cells, your mitochondria, to replicate your tissue and thicken up your vaginal tissue because as you age and you suffer estrogen decline the tissue gets thin and leads to painful sex. Mm -hmm. The tissue gets thin and the muscles get slack and your bladder drops and you start to get incontinence. You either get urge incontinence, stress incontinence, which is from jumping up and down or laughing or coughing and you pee your pants. And um, what I like about this particular product, um, it's called the VFIT Gold, is that you, you actually end up stimulating new tissue growth, increasing the, the strength of the musculature, the pelvic musculature. And, um, I just do this every other day for 10 minutes. It's a 10 minute program. And, uh, the other day I was like, Oh, I've got urgent continence coming back. And I mm. grabbed my V fit and I started using it again. And I'll use this for the next eight weeks, every other day or so. And, for 10 minutes. And I bet that incontinence will subside and um, I won't have to go in and get a CO2 laser and do a bunch of damage to the tissue. This is a non-damaging way to re-stimulate new tissue growth and to, and, and to improve muscular. I've never seen that. I know it's fantastic. It's a woman owned business too. Wow. Where do you, so where can somebody get that? Um, If you go to joylux.com slash Susan, you get a special gift. (laughs) They always oh. do a BOGO for me, a buy one, get some special thing. They they mix it up because they've got a bunch of different Wait, so it's things. Joy L-U-X? Yep. Joylux.com slash Susan. Okay. And um, they'll give you a, a little freebie, whatever it is at the time of the podcast. Um, wow. I love the business. I talk, I tell people about it all the time. I make, I mean, I make, I make a tiny little commission. If you go to my link, I'll be, no, it, I get it. It's no it, big deal. It, it's, it's, it's like, you know, what I said at the beginning of the show, it's about educating the people who are listening and then yeah. p- empower that empowering them. That might be the first thing they start with. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and the thing that you were saying about um, strengthening your pelvic floor. I think you said that. Yeah, Um, I mean, that's just so important. I'm actually having somebody on my show to talk about that. Good. That, you know, after I had my two children and I was jumping on a trampoline and I was still working out a lot, but then I I amped it up after my second daughter. And then I I could jump for as long as I I want right now. Mm -hmm. And because I've been working out for 40 years and I don't have those issues. So, I mean, it's the aging, but it's also not for women our age, you know, you can suffer from incontinence, from painful sex at an early age in your twenties, your your thirties. And so we have like a minute before the break, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, What is, do you feel like a lot of women who are younger, still in their twenties, thirties? Yeah. We have one minute till the break. um, Don't talk about the, the painful sex because they feel like it's not something they should discuss. Of course, Um, we women grin and bear it all the time because we're trained by our culture to be a good girl and not make a fuss and Mm. give people what they want to our own disadvantage. And the more that we can listen to our body's own intuitive wisdom and honor it, the more we'll have a happy life. And people want, our partners want to know when things hurt, they don't want us to hurt. Right. Right. All right. We are going to take a break, a quick, quick break. We're going to come back with Susan Bratton. We're going to talk all of everything sex, everything (laughs) sex when we come back in a, a minute or two. 
On Fearlessly Authentic, Jody talks about mental and physical well-being, and the key to both starts with proper nutrition. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan was created to help your body feel better. Whether your goal is to lose weight, gain muscle, or just feel lighter and more energetic, following this meal plan can help you get there. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a 21-day plan to help you learn the most important things about the food we eat and what foods are right for you based on your goals and activity level. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a real plan for real life. This is not a diet, but a change in lifestyle. The plan is simple and easy for you to follow. In the 21-day plan, you will receive meal ideas, snack ideas, a grocery list, and a 21-day journal crucial to your success with inspirational quotes to keep you motivated and keep track of your progress. The key to success is commitment, consistency, and willpower. Be fearless and trust the journey. Go to JodyFit.com to purchase the JodyFit meal plan now and use the promo code podcast to get 25% off. Hey, it's Jody Harrison Bauer, and I wanted to invite you to join me and the rest of my team at Jody Fit as we work out to get positively fit for the summer. Yes, you heard me. We are getting positively fit to raise money for the Dan Cosgrove Animal Shelter this Saturday, June 27th at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. This will be a 40-minute no-equipment workout for all levels via Zoom. So you can join us from anywhere in the world. Go to the Dan Cosgrove Animal Shelter Facebook page to sign up and join us on Saturday. See you then. You are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. That's info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. Now, back to Fearlessly Authentic. And we are back. Welcome back to Fearlessly Authentic with my amazing, beautiful, sexy, sassy guest, Susan Bratton, where we are talking everything sex. We're talking a lot about fitness today because Susan has had a little bit of a transformation. She's lost 32 pounds. So now she's sexier and sassier than ever. So welcome back, Susan. Yeah, it's good to be back. And and it's funny because when I lost the weight, when I lost the 30 pounds, I was planning to do a photo shoot. And um, I, I fell in love with my legs. Mm. My legs looked so good from working out all those squats and deadlifts. And I've been running stairs. I've been doing, yeah. I did the Empire State Building in stairs one day. That was a really it. fun goal. And so I, I lost all this weight and my legs look great, but I noticed that I was, ha- I had a lot of kind of folding skin, sagging skin on my right. face my arms were still, even with my biceps getting bigger, losing all the weight, losing all the weight. It, I don't know. It's not as good as yours, but it looks pretty good. No, Um, but usually like, no, I don't think your skin looks saggy, but I know we were talking about skin. You can see it when I lay my arm down, it's saggy in the front and then above my knees, it's saggy there and and my belly a little bit around my, my belly. It's saggy a little bit. And uh, one of the things that I've been doing is cold showers because cold showers are supposed to be good for tightening the skin. Right. But another thing I did was I went in and I had all therapy. I researched different techniques and things and my face was loose and foldy. And I was doing this photo shoot and I wanted to 
to look more pulled up. Yep. And um, I did the old therapy and it apparently it lasts for a good like year or so, mm-hmm. but it takes a few months to really tighten everything. Right. It doesn't um, happen overnight. It doesn't, but, but you get an immediate effect of a little bit of swelling, a right. little bit of inflammation so that it pull, looks tighter. Yes. And so I did it the week before my shoot. And then now I'm noticing that it's, it's getting better and better. And then I recently started on this new skincare line that has the dumbest name, but the most incredible technology it's called um, young goose. It's owned by this Israeli guy who is kind of a, he's paying attention to anti-aging and longevity things like the use of NAD, NAD. Wait, what is NAD? NAD is a vitamin. It's vitamin B6, I think it is. And no, B3. It's vitamin B3. It's nicotinamide something. And um, it doesn't work very well generally topically, but he's found a way to get it to kind of go in subcutaneously. And he has the most interesting kind of senolytics-oriented skincare. And senolytics is um, when your cells replicate, sometimes there are what are called zombie cells left. Mm -hmm. And the zombie cells are these cells that are kind of misfunctioning, but your body hasn't gone into autophagy to get rid of them. So you have cells, you have a fixed number of cells in your body. Right. And when you do intermittent fasting, when you do exercising, when you go to sleep at night, these are things, when you go in a sauna, these are things that allow you to clean out the cellular debris, the broken cells, so that your body can replace them with fresh new cells. But there are always these ones that are kind of hanging around and just taking up space, but not adding any value, sometimes like some of our old boyfriends. And so what his skincare line is focused on is actually cellular repair using senolytics to get rid of the old and broken cells, which you accumulate as you age. And I started using this stuff and I've been using it for, and he has a really nice retinol that almost goes on like a silicone and the ingredients in his products are good. They're not like parabens and nasty things, chemicals you can't pronounce. I've been so impressed with it. And that has been really, really improving the and texture using of my it, skin. Okay, the texture. So when yeah. we were when we were talking about, you know, being 60, 61, yeah, and how things change in our body, we were talking about biomedical bioidentical hormones, yeah. different types of hormones we can take to feel younger, feel better, have more energy, yeah. you know, want to have better sex feeling like we want to have sex because so many women over 55 postmenopausal don't want to have sex. Don't, you know, I was talking to somebody when I was in Vegas last week and they were talking about how the skin of a woman who's Mm -hmm. 25 under the age of 35 is just delicious versus an older woman. And I'm like, yes, indeed. And that is why he said men who are older like to date younger women mm. because it's the feel of the skin. Mm. And, you know, there's only so much that we can do about the feel of our skin. Some of us are lucky. A some, lot. Right. So one of them is this cream that you just described. Yeah. And I think also, um, but also the hormones taking a lot of omega fatty acids 
you know, working from the inside out is very important. Right. And also, I've also done PRP facials and Mm -hmm. PRP fillers. So using my, from my own blood, having a skin pen scratch up the surface and then put the PRP in and heal it stimulates the collagen on the upper layers of your skin helps with the fine lines and wrinkles and is from your own body. So super safe. So I really like PRP. And then I also, that, that, that um, young goose line has copper peptides in it and you need to rebuild the collagen in your skin. You need to take in exogenous collagen, you need to take collagen powder. So I put that in my smoothie. But I also learned this really interesting thing from Dr. William Davis. He wrote um, a couple of really good books about, like his new book is called Super Gut. Um, He turned me on to making my own yogurt at home. I make my own yogurt and it's with a strain called L-ruteri, lactobillus ruteri, which apparently helps give you the scaffolding on which the collagen rests in your dermal layers. And then if you use that with copper peptides, it's like this synergistic thing that helps keep the skin plump and youthful. And when I make my smoothies, I also got one of those almond cows. It's this Mm -hmm. little nut homemade nut home nut milk maker. So I get cashews, put it in the almond cow. It goes, whirs it up in the water. Mm -hmm. And then I pour it into the little container. I have my own homemade cashew milk with no thickeners, no carrageenan, no preservatives, and no plastic bottles to throw out. Is this and a new regimen since the new Susan got physically fit, or were you still doing these things I was prior doing this to? Prior. I was okay. doing the l ruteri. I've been doing the l ruteri since 2019 when I interviewed Bill for my sexual vitality summit. And I was like, oh, interesting. And the yogurt is so easy to make and so healthy for you and full of lactobillus ruteri, which is, it regulates your insulin levels in addition to improving your skin tone and texture. So it's very, very good for people who are losing weight. Mm-hmm and working on getting off sugar and carbs. I, I'm so glad you, you're bringing all of this up because, you know, women, like again, our age, younger, need to understand that these are the things that you need to learn so you feel vibrant and feel youthful. I, I don't think either one of us are trying to look like we're 35, Okay. Oh no, I'm just trying to be the most beautiful 60-year-old in the world. Exactly. Besides you. <laughs> Stop. We are trying to preserve yeah. what God has given us, who we are, the yeah. best version of us. Like we I, I and I I think so many women younger than us, 30 years younger than us, misunderstand what our point is. We're not like older ladies trying to be hotter than you. We already- Well, I, I am actually, every, I already am hotter than they already are. are. So. <laughs> already are hotter than every 30-year-old out there because it's called confidence. Exactly. That's another, that's another thing. But all of, it, it is experience, confidence. Mm-hmm. That's what really makes a woman com- sexy. So in, because you focus on sexual education- yeah. You know, and you're very bold and outspoken. You were thrown off of Instagram for a while, right? Yes. Because, yes. Um, so 
we had to, you had to clean it up a little bit, but one of the things I know we want to talk about what I was talking about, I was talking about penis enlargement. I was helping men reverse atrophy from aging in their penises. And that's why I got kicked off. And that's ridiculous. That's sexual health. It's health. And that's why I got put in jail, but I came back. I know I was put on TikTok jail and TikTok jail too, because I was holding a vibrator in my hand. Mm -hmm. A magic wand. It didn't even look like a vibrator. For all they knew, I was working on my muscles on my back. Anyway, let's talk about what women need to know about having the best outcomes in their sexual relationships with men. We're specifically talking about heterosexual relationships. What men need to know, what women need to know. Okay. Then I'm going to have to come back and we're going to have to do the making whoopee 3.0 intercourse stuff at a separate time. Cause I won't do you want to do, you want to start with no, make it what be first. I want to do go. whatever you, I want to do whatever you want to do. Oh. <laughs> all right. I want to talk about all of these things. We don't have time. If you want to start with the make and what be, does that sound like a better place to start versus what we need to know? Well, it's all rolled up into a big ball of wax. So why right. don't I do, why don't I just, why don't I highlight Give me, give me the highlight version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go for it. So I think the most important thing to understand is that for women, um, we've been laboring under what I would call the patriarchal view of sex. Because men have some competitive advantages about their sexuality, their testosterone dominant, which makes them always horny and ready to go. They, even though we have the same amount of erectile tissue in our genitals as men do, they get aroused very quickly compared to us. You know, we're like half an hour. We're just getting warmed up. They're ready in a a minute. They get an erection and they're just ready to go. So just like you see in porn, right? Yes. Yeah. And and I don't like porn because I think I'm kidding. It adds to you know, it just adds to the misogyny and the misunderstanding of of what we need as women. And one of the things I know is that men really want to give us what they want. They want to be good lovers. They want to pleasure us. It's just that they don't know. And if we don't know and they don't know, then we're doing it their way and their way is not serving us. And so we need to slow way down. And one of the things that we need is a lot of engorgement, a lot of blood flow to our vulva. And we need that both internally and externally. And in externally, we can get it from using a vibrator, from manual pleasuring, genital massage, oral pleasuring, that kind of thing. But we can also get an everted or from the inside out clitoral erection. We need our genitals to be erect before we should have sex. Um, And we can get that from kissing and breast and nipple play. They and full body touch. They really help us get our heart on going, just like a guy gets his heart on going right. from the inside like that. He it, it 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 increases blood flow, and we need as much blood flow as our male body partners. And we lose blood flow as we age. And a lot of times women think it's their hormones that are lacking when it's actually just that their nitric oxide production is low. Because by the time we're 50, we have half what we had when we were 20 and we're not getting the blood to our genitals. And we have as much erectile tissue as men do, but it's inside. And so if we can't get it there with good blood flow, that's why exercise is so beneficial because it's moving blood in our body and it's keeping our vascular system strong. I mean, what kills you is fatty blood and heart attacks and strokes if you don't get cancer. So it's either the toxins you're taking in from your fragrances and your Glade 
sprays and your fabric softeners and your plastic water bottles and your health and beauty products and all the outgassing of everything. You're taking all that in. So you already have a dirty pool and that's creating your cancers. And then being fat, especially belly fat is creating your heart disease and your strokes. And this is what we die from. So if you want to extend your health span and extend your sex span, your ageless sexuality, you've got to keep blood flowing. It's ground zero for sexual pleasure. When you don't have good blood flow, you you get painful sex and you get lack of orgasmic pleasure. You can't feel the sensation of orgasm. It becomes diminished. And so sex isn't that good for you anymore. So the more you're rushed- like Your sex life has is. gotten better since you've been working out. Not only because you feel better in your body, but yeah. because everything else you just discussed, right? Well, I have so much more energy for sex, so much mm-hmm. more ability to move around. In I was going to say that, positions. right, right. And one of the things that I have that is a technique that I really love. So let's let's talk about intercourse now. Okay. Because um, how many minutes do we have left to talk about this? Because I'm going to um, find out from yeah. Josh in a second. Yeah. So um, I want to give you some ideas about intercourse because if we're, most of us are in a heterosexual monogamous relationship with a guy, a penis owner. So he wants intercourse and most women struggle to have orgasms from intercourse. And what I want to tell you is that every woman can have them. You are not broken and orgasms from intercourse are a learned skill And you don't even need to touch the tip of your clitoris while you're being penetrated to have an orgasm because all the erectile tissues wrapped around your vagina, the actual canal and inside. So you have basically a penis's worth of erectile tissue wrapped around your vagina. But if you're rushing sex, which you're doing because your partner's rushing sex because they don't understand that you need to get engorged, which is full of blood. Um, when you're fully engorged and your partner enters you, it is orgasmic without you doing anything. Mm. And half the battle is you just knowing that this is possible. You're not broken and that you just need to learn how to do what I call crossing the gasm chasm, which is the orgasm gap between how hard it is for you and how easy it is for him. It can be as easy for you as it is for him to have orgasms, multiple ongoing orgasms from intercourse because it's learned skills. And part of that is learning how to ride him and use his tool as your pleasure tool, in addition to teaching him how to have intercourse with you in a way that feels good to women and isn't what he thinks is intercourse because he watches porn and he thinks that's sex. So there's a couple of things. The first one is... um, something that I like to call squatting tiger, bouncing lion. And this is for all my athletic girls out there because it's basically woman on top that could be called missionary woman on top. It could be called cowgirl. That's another common name Mm -hmm. for it. He's lying down and you're on top of him. But instead of being on your knees, you're actually on your feet and you're squatting on him and you're in control of the strokes. And so you get actually more control and more travel when you can be on your feet instead of on your knees, you can have more control. And 
it takes but you need quads. to be but you need to fit be fit it, to do it, that it takes quads and glutes yes. but I am, I've got the, lo- I've got 36 inch inseam pants. Cause I'm almost six feet tall. I've got the longest thigh bones in the universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're like this long, my thigh wow. bones, they're crazy. That's where a lot of my height comes in is wow. in my thighs. Mm-hmm. And I can still get on top as big mm-hmm. as I am and go up and down because I'm strong now. Right. And when you do that, one of the things you can also do is not just think about the stroking up and down on the penis. You can also go all the way down and grind and grind on the penis and grind your pelvises together in a way that feels good to you because you're in control. I call that the feline grind. And, and I feel you- like men love that position. It's oh, yeah. one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Um, and I'm strong enough to do that is because yeah. they can see you. Yeah. So you're facing each other. They could see you and being strong is really sexy also. And having that control, I think men like to see that as well. Yes, they love it. And they love knowing you're having a good time and you're not being coerced into having sex. And they love being used for your orgasm. That makes them so happy. That's a contribution they're willing to make. (laughs) Oh, it's so true. So, so true. Another thing that is really good is going back to the pelvic musculature. An orgasm, a technical, if you're looking at sex research, orgasm includes contractions of the pelvis, eight Mm -hmm. to 10 rhythmic contractions of the pelvis. Now, there's lots of orgasms, 20 kinds of orgasms, again, for another show, but um for another time with you, not a different show. You right. talk about it on your show. I didn't mean that. Um, you and I are going to have a lot. We we can't stay away from each other. No, we, can, each we, other. Cannot, we'll we cannot. We'll be doing this We need to take this on the road. <laughs> I'm thinking about doing World Tour 2024. So keep that. Okay, keep that we'll up. talk keep about this after the show. Yes. Yeah. Um, but the the pelvic musculature, the stronger it is the less incontinence, the more orgasmic sensation you have. And you can do what are called pompoir, which is the French word. There's other languages that also have this, but it's basically squeezing and milking his penis with your vagina. And you can squeeze from the bottom up, the top down, the middle, the side. You can do, you can get so much articulation in the, the vagina is a muscle. Right. So you can teach it to be muscular. And when you can squeeze his penis, he feels that and it's really incredible and it incre- increases your contractions. Another thing that I like to have guys think about is penis pivots, where instead of thinking about his penis as a piston mm-hmm. in and out, in and out, in and out, which is friction right. for us, which, which can hurt us. We don't right. love that. That's what they learned on porn. That's just that's a bad what they, idea. That's what they think they're supposed to do. They think they're supposed to do that. Exactly. Right. I like right. to tell men a couple things. I like to say, think about your penis like a pool stick, a pool cue, where you're when you're pulling back to the left, the front is going to the right. When you're pulling back to the right, the front is going to the left. And our vagina has tons of areas in it that need pleasuring. It's not it's not a straight and out, shoot. In and out, in and out. Right, right. It's a pocket. And the pocket has the top with the G area, which is actually the urethral sponge. It has the anterior fornix. It has the cervix area, cervical area in the back. Along the bottom, 
you're touching the perineal sponge, which is between the bottom of the vagina and the rectum. There's a spongy right. tissue down there. We've got the pedendal nerves that run on the left and right side. We've got the clitoral legs that come down across the top ridges. I mean, there's just a, and then we've got the introidal sphincter, which is the, the door, the opening, the round muscle to the opening mm -hmm. to our vagina, which is very sensitive and delicate. And often what they do is they just plunge right in. Right. And what we want is that sphincter to be tantalized open. We want to be, we want to open. So many women clench down to have orgasm rather right. than opening to let the orgasms expand out. Orgasms are in you and they want to bubble out of you. They want to squirt. They want to dribble. They want to gush. They want to come I think, out. I think a lot of women get nervous when they're about to orgasm. Mm. I, I mean, that's things yeah. that I've heard that I think yeah. that they get nervous. The man gets nervous. Are we going to orgasm? Yeah. Should we orgasm together? Should I do it before you? I don't want to come before you. All of these things are going through their head until you get to know that partner really well. Yeah. And then you could talk honestly and openly about the things that you're talking about yeah. because it's not, it's, it's not easy. Um, we have three minutes okay. left, unfortunately. Um, so I want to give me, one yes. final technique then. Mm -hmm. Is yes. that okay? Of course. All right, good. So I have a technique for you. It's at thrustintime.com. It's called Thrust in Time. It's a free download. And um, it, it fixes the number one issue for men and women. The number one issue for men is he comes too fast. The number one issue for her is she doesn't come from intercourse. Mm -hmm. And it's actually a technique that teaches him a number of penis techniques that will help her finally cross that gasm chasm. And it's, um, it's, a, it's a technique that toggles the nervous system. It toggles the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system and makes your body want to come. It's an incredible technique. It's, a, it's an ancient Taoist pleasuring practice that I updated for the 21st century man and woman. So if you have a partner who is, is having that performance anxiety and coming too fast, which is almost always performance anxiety right. um, or too frequent fast masturbation, which he needs to kind of retrain himself to last longer and learn how to edge. Um, but then for her, it's if she doesn't believe she can, this technique will get her where she needs to go. It's called thrust in time. And it works. It works so well. I don't I, I, I have like 30 things I give away, different techniques and ebooks and positions and all kinds of guides and stuff. And that particular giveaway thrust in time, I get the most outrageously positive exclamation point emails and DMs in thanks and appreciation for. <laughs> wow. I mean, people really, everybody needs to learn more about this at any age or any stage in their life. Because yeah. again, like living that fearlessly authentic life, like being here and being fearless about sex, about whatever it is, and being authentic when you're having that sexual relationship, yeah. I mean, you want it to be great. You want it to be like, what you want. So we have one minute left. Sorry for all the countdowns, but we have so much to go over. I wanted to ask you real quickly, and then you have to be back on the show, is <laughs> what does it mean to have a fearlessly authentic sex life? Well, I think it it comes really to what you were just saying, Jody, which is um, being being willing to listen to your body. Your bo When women say, I don't know what I want, I just know what I'm getting isn't it. 
And I don't want to hurt his feelings because if I give him, give him some pot, you know, some feedback, he's going to contract and take it personally. Like he failed. So I just keep quiet and take what I get. And what I think is fearlessly authentic is to actually allow your body to be as slow to arouse as it is and to listen to it and find out what it wants at all times. Your yoni, your vulva, she will tell you what she wants. She wants it faster, slower, harder, deeper, shallow. She wants to stop. She needs a rest. She's thirsty. There's, she needs more lube. She wants it tickled like this or tickled like that or whatever. You just have to let your partner know what you need in the moment because it always changes with women. We're very not steady state. I love that. I love, love, love that. Um, how can everybody get in touch with you? Well, you can find me on Instagram right yes. now. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. At my name, which is Susan, S-U-S-A-N Bratton, B-R-A-T-T-O-N. I have hundreds of searchable videos at betterlover.com. And I have thousands of searchable articles at personallifemedia.com. And of course, if you get onto Thrust in Time or anything else that I've mentioned here, um, you can reply to any email that you get from me because they go into my personal inbox. And I'm happy to answer any questions that you have because I didn't get this good. Not talking to people. You made me who I am and I'm happy to help anybody, anytime, anywhere. Thank you, Susan Bratton. I love having you here. Can't wait to have you back. And until next week, everybody, have a fearlessly authentic week and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week to Fearlessly Authentic. Please listen again next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and unlock the keys to a more powerful you.